Hi everyone, welcome back to Girl Let Me Tell You. Um, today we're going to be discussing the subject of gender norms and stereotyping. My name is Davika. Just to jump in real quick, we are discussing the experiences of women. Um, we do understand that there are more than two genders for anyone who is non-binary or transgender, gender fluid. You may also be able to relate to these experiences and topics that we will be discussing today. However, we are discussing them more so in the traditional um, way that men view women and that women are viewed in society. Okay, continue. My name is Stephanie. Justine. My name is Araya. And um, one of the first questions that we're going to ask and talk about is why is it that men are allowed to have sex with whomever they want and however many women they want with no consequences but women get called derogatory names and shamed for embracing their sexuality so does anyone want to pipe in on that i really can't say why but i just know that this question I don't know, it bothers me because I see it happen all the time where like my friends are very, like they're sexually free, like they don't really care about norms or saying that women have to be like, what's the word? They have to, what's the word? Um, Abstinent? Like conservative. Oh, conservative. Yeah. Conservative, right. And so they get shamed all the time and I'm always having to defend them because like you're not going to call my friend a hoe to my face and I'm not going to say anything. But then at the same time, my guy friends, they are always bragging about, oh, I did this with this girl last night, and she let me do this. And everyone, even the girls, are like, oh, that's cool. Like, why is it that they get away with it? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, one thing I always realize um, with my friends, too, like when they're talking about guys that they're into or dating or the subject of dating, um, it becomes controversial with themselves. Like, they have a debate with themselves. Like, they have to defend themselves when thinking about dating a guy because... Um, of the social idea where girls are only supposed to belong to one person, one guy, throughout, like before you talk or during the relationship or whatever the situation is or how you view it. Um, my friends, and sometimes personally, I feel like I would have to always defend myself and my sexuality. Like, oh, I only have a certain amount of bodies or I don't always jump right at it or I'm not intimate too soon as soon as I meet somebody. But I feel like that's so inappropriate for us to have to justify um, how we want to perceive sex to another person because everybody has their own like idea of how intimacy should be portrayed. Right. Right. And I remember when I, I was also when I was getting to know this specific person. At the time, I had only slept with three people my entire life. It was this was like a year ago. It was gonna be a year, and I had told him that like. I wasn't the type to really sleep around with people. I was always very cautious of myself. Mm. And then the more me and him started speaking, the more I realized that he didn't believe what I was saying. And I was like, no, like, I really haven't slept with nobody in, like, a year. Like, you know, like, um, I'm very selective with the people that I'm with. So he was like, to be honest with you, he was like, I don't believe you. He was like, all these other bitches, like, they lied to me. And I was like, well, I'm not them. Like, you can you can not categorize me in that, you know, in, in what you have before because I'm nothing. 
like the bitches you had. I'm just saying. You did. So <laughs> special, special. Yes, I'm extra special. But um, no, he didn't believe me, and I felt like I had to justify myself so many times and try to prove myself and try to prove myself to him. So at the end of the day, I was like, who gives a shit? Like, whoever I sleep with, that shouldn't be nobody's concern. As long as I'm not with nobody when I'm with you, then it shouldn't matter. I don't know. For me, it's like whenever I now when I talk to a guy, just looking back at how conversations have been like previously and now I just find it so much more attractive when a guy just doesn't jump down your throat about your bodies or what you've done before or need mm-hmm. every single intimate detail like if I want to tell you then that's my choice that's because I'm trusting you with personal information about my life because nowadays not even nowadays but that's just how it goes with men they just like to run their mouth as soon as they get some little bit of information I don't blame them for okay you really like someone and you want to cuff them you want to wipe for hubby it up or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. if you want to take the extra precaution and ask your friends like yo like who's this person if you know person like you wouldn't want if you know that another person's sexuality or how they carry themselves sexually is going to affect your opinion on them then by all means i think that you should find out like if if you know if you hear rumors or like but i don't think you should go to other people to find the rumors if you hear some rumors about some person and you want to get intimate with them or you want to have a relationship with them i think you should go to that person and clear all the air because if you can't go to that person then you have no trust and no communication if i'm hearing something about you and i can come to you and talk to you about it then it makes no sense for me to be in a relationship with you i feel like every time i ask this question there's always one dude that gives me the same quote and it's like a lock that can be opened by many keys is useless, but a key that can open many locks is, like, golden. And for me, that doesn't make any sense, because if you want to compare it to women, it's like, you expect women to only have one or two or, like, no bodies, but at the same time, you also want to have sex with many women, so if women are not having sex because they want to be conservative, who are these women that you plan to be having sex with? Like, if every woman was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna have sex until marriage or until I'm in a relationship, then it's like, you're gonna be really upset when you're not able to, I don't know, be free with yourself. And it's like, it doesn't make sense to me because on the one hand, if a girl does not sleep with you, you call her a slut. But then if a girl sleeps with you, you call her a slut. It's like, we can't win. We're always on the losing side and it makes no sense to me. So what you're saying is there's a double standard when it comes to males and females absolutely like even the I don't know if we can say but even the concept of like a girl will become loose Mm -hmm. if she has sex with first of all that's bullshit that was not like that's not true but I don't I wanted like where did that rumor even come from like I don't understand like you just assume that a girl (laughs) who is sexually act but it's like if you have sex with the same guy over and over and over again Mm -hmm. you stupid but you're fine though right but you're fine but the second you have sex with multiple guys all of a sudden it's affecting your body and your that makes no sense it's so stupid definitely a double standard i feel like i think i know the answer even oh sorry to cut you off but even like when um like when they was fighting like world war one or world war two you had like gypsies that would be in like disguise and fuck all these soldiers <laughs> just to get information to bring it back to the other side so I just feel like it's, it's, it's been around however it isn't as I want to say labeled as it is today right. because it's like any little thing that you do that doesn't 
fit well in the man's eyes nowadays, you're considered a hoe, or you considered a thought, or you some regular bitch. Right. Like, leave me the fuck alone. So what if, what if I like having my cleavage out when I'm at the club? What's the problem? That's the whole point is looking nice. Uh, yeah, I could also look nice and be all dressed up in a turtleneck, you know. But it's like, have you not noticed? I don't, and I don't even know if it's me. Have you not noticed? Like the way I'm looking today, looking like shit. Great, stop it. <laughs> the way I'm looking today, looking like shit. Tell me, not even with dusty ass Tims and oversized like sweaters and like um, what's your sweatsuits? Like you still get hollered at, no matter what. I could be looking ridiculous, and I'm walking and I cross the street, and you hear people honking. You hear all these nasty ass old people in the corner. <laughs> they just trying to holler at you, and I'm like, yo, like. Sometimes it isn't just us. Sometimes it is only the men. So I feel like it. Go- I feel like it's because men are kind of intimidated by a woman that owns her sexuality. Because if you think about in history, like it was a scandal if a woman showed her ankles. So now all of a sudden, a woman can play you the way that you play her, and it's like, wait, I don't like that. It's like, oh, you know, I can have sex with you and go on to the next dude and go on a date with him, and it's like. They're used to being able to control us. And so a woman mm-hmm. that's sexually free, they don't have that control. So now they want to control it in another way by shaming you and making you afraid to do that and own your sexuality. But women, own your sexuality. Girl, when I was working at Pandora, we were all hoes. <laughs> everybody, everybody was a hoe. Everybody had a different mistake each day of the week. So Mondays, one girl slept with one guy, and then Friday came, and she slept with some other dude. And then next week, it was two other people. Like, they just owned their shit. I love that about them. They just owned who they were. They were like, yeah, I'm a hoe, so what? But I'm a hoe with a degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are studies that show women and sex want, I'm mean, women and sex, women and men want sex, like, the same amount. Just There's the same, no, and maybe not no women sexual. more. I'm right. just saying. <laughs> okay. Right. So the second question is, do you believe that a woman should change her outfit if her boyfriend or husband doesn't approve? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you would have thought. You tried it, though. Okay? <laughs> you tried it. Why should I have to change because you feel uncomfortable with what I'm wearing? If you know that you got me, why does my outfit affect anybody? Why is it? Gonna, of course, people are going to look, but that's just it's normal. They're going to look regardless. they bound to look. However, you should be proud of what you got or be proud of the shorty that you got. Be like, yeah, like this She's is all bad, me. Right? Yeah, this is me. So I'm going to play devil's advocate and just say the things that I've heard when I've asked this question. They say it's a respect thing because they're like, oh, you know, I don't walk around with my thing thing hanging out. So you walking out with your titties out and your, your booty, your everything showing. But like that's disrespectful because that's my, quote end quote mine. That's kind of the excuse that I've gotten. Like, you shouldn't be showing your body to other men. Okay, but guys only have one part that they don't need to show. Like, we have... The only difference between a shirt that shows cleavage and the one that doesn't, one is just covers up everything. But you know, but you still see titties. It's just not as visible as if you were to put on something different. So, titties are going to be there regardless. They need to stop being babies. And let me tell y'all something, because Uh with your little thing showing, like, it shows. (laughs) Let me tell you, you guys need to wear some sweatpants. Pants, that's your size. Why? Don't y'all like air? Oh, they be mad. No restriction. You see the whole print, and then the trend, it's all up in your face when you sit down. Like, no, that's not necessary. Well, you said slapping around like that Kevin Hart special. (laughs) Oh, no. I think the thing I hate the most 
is if you met your girl that way. If you met her when she had her freakum dress on and she was looking good, and now all of a sudden you have her and you expect her to change. It's like, no, you knew that's how she liked to dress when you met her. That's why you liked her. And now all of a sudden you feel like you have a claim on her. She's not your property. Mm-hmm. Let her dress how she wants. Stop it. I oh, I was going to say, again, my human sexuality class. Let me, t- let me put you up on something. <laughs> But it's so fun. the reason why um, guys wear like loose pants instead of tight ones is that their testicles have to be at a certain. Mm-hmm. They gotta um, breathe. Yeah, basically, like if a guy you hear wears that, guys, you need to let it breathe. Honest to God, I'd be like, yo, I, my legs hurt. For that you. messes up their <laughs> sperm count too. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Definitely does. So take some notes. Just saying. Yes. Helping you too. Boy, let me tell you. A female said that. Um, the third question that we have is, um, why is physical and verbal abuse against a man by a woman seen as not as bad as verbal or physical abuse against a woman by a man? It, to be honest with you, it's um, men are stronger than women. Physically, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's just a, okay, it's just... Well, in mm-hmm. most cases, men are... And almost like mostly like the physical abuse cases for general, right. for against women like they are more abused than the man like if that makes any sense. So if I if I was to punch a man, for example, he probably won't knock, right? God forbid a man punches me, I'm out. That's that's it. It's lights out for me. <laughs> and I could one or two things can happen now that he can knock me <laughs> into my funeral. Or he can knock me and damage me permanently. That's the difference. If a man knock me, I'm going to be on the floor. I'm going to get back up. I don't know. I think I have a different view just because I came from a household where my mom was abusive toward my dad. And my dad was physically stronger. Like, he could have done some damage, but he didn't just because he didn't want to. And I feel like, and I don't know, I just feel like I hated the fact that when we would, when my dad would try to tell people, they would tell him, oh, she's not she's physically weaker like it's not a big deal but like she would put some marks on him like one time she busted his nose for no reason and I just felt like oh let me tell you another story so we went to I don't want to get personal but we went to a shelter right mm-hmm. and sorry we went to a shelter and my dad put the reason as domestic violence and they crossed it out and told him he needs another reason and we oh. couldn't figure out why but it's because they thought that he was saying he was the abuser oh. like they were like you can't say you kicked your girl's ass and you need shelter like that doesn't work and he had to explain no he was the victim so it was like they, they're they like a woman can't abuse yeah. a man and I found that so disrespectful because it's like everybody should keep your hands to yourself and physical abuse is, is detrimental no matter if you're stronger or weaker of the person like do not hit a dude and then it's like you hit a man and then you you play victim when he hits you Too back. Bad. It's like no. Until like, you get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I feel like no one should hit nobody. Exactly. Like there was this whole experiment. I don't know if you guys know the show. What would you do? Oh yeah, yes. I love, I love that, that John Quinones. That's like, <laughs> oh, you said his whole government. Yes, because like I remember somebody put me on, and then I'm like, let me just look at the videos, and I started looking at all his seasons. He's mm-hmm. amazing, he amazing. I, I pray to God he don't ever put me in nothing like that because I'll be first one to jump, react, all that. Like That's there was this one that I that I saw mm-hmm. um, about the immigration mm-hmm. in Arizona and how like some security guard was telling. Like this family that were Mexican to leave out the fucking country, I'd have been the first one jumping all over them tables. Right. 
So the one that I saw was an experiment on, on domestic violence. And so they had two experiments. They had one where the woman was like cursing at and beating up the, uh, on her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then one where the guy did the same to his girlfriend. And in the one with the girl being the abuser, there were people like recording, cheering her on, talking about, yes, girl, do it. But then as soon as it switched to the different person, those people reacted instantly. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't think he needs help? She's, she, and she was whooping his ass, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And I don't, I don't know. Like, I do agree. I think it's because they see women as inferior, like not as strong. But I still feel like they both hold equal importance. Like, people don't even really talk about domestic violence against men, and it's like a real thing. It is. It is. To be honest with you, I, I shouldn't. I mean, I shouldn't be talking. But I feel I totally agree with Justine. I feel like nobody should put their hands on nobody. Um, I was very abusive to my ex a um, couple years ago, so I was the one beating him and hitting him. I was young, so I didn't really know better. And until one day, he got up and he hit me. Like, he really hit me. Like, he uppercoming. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I never thought he was going to hit me, but he didn't. And then I was like, I ain't going to test him. <laughs> but I, eventually, I read as like, that's not, that wasn't healthy. Like, I don't like putting my hands on people now. So If a woman has a child and the husband is making good money, I'm talking bread, <laughs> should she be expected to be a stay-at-home mom just because she's a woman? Or should not even just be, should she be expected to be a stay at home mom? Why I think would you she, expect? Sorry. I think she should be expected to do what she wants. I think she should be expected to have her own option. Right. You know, usually when we talk about situations like these, are um just like the whole stigma of women and jobs, mm-hmm. and um when it comes to like being married too and a parent, I think that it all depends on the home. Like, I think we generalize everything way too much. Mm-hmm. Everything is so advanced now when it comes to families and living situations, socioeconomics, when all that's being thought of and taken into consideration. I think whoever wants to be the breadwinner, go do it. I don't think anybody should be assigning that right. type of responsibility, you know, or trying to take control because that's just not your place of line, you know? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, why should she be expected to do anything else but what she wants to do? Because I feel like they'll see it like, oh, you know, your husband, he has the money. He can take care of all of you. You need to be at home with your child because everyone sees like. But what if he don't? What if he actually needs help? No. Well, in this scenario, it was yeah. like he, he had the, like he actually had the money. money. He didn't need help. Okay. And I do. I agree with Davika. It's like if she wants to stay at home, she can. But at the end of the day, some women like having their own money. You don't really always want to depend on your mm-hmm. husband because things can happen. And now you don't got a job and you've been out the workforce for years and now you can't get a job and now you're just struggling. Mm-hmm. But even if nothing happens, it's like. She should not have to be expected to stay at home. It's like, but a lot of the times moms get shamed for that, for wanting to work because it's like, oh, you know, your child needs you at home. You go into work and you leaving your child with a daycare provider, but you have the opportunity to stay at home. You're a bad mom. And I, I disagree with that. It's like, because then you're also shaming the moms that don't have a choice and they have to work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was going to say, like, how you so basically there is like they want their cake and they want to eat it too so but my thing is like god forbid like me and the husband we're not we separate right and then like what if i was depending on him what the fuck am i doing now that makes me in it's not gonna make me independent no more because i've been depending on somebody else so now that you know let's say the scenario was that we both worked right Mm -hmm. he got his money i got my money god forbid we separated i'm i'm independent i know what to do what about the children what about the children? My children gonna be taken care of. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I feel like that's the whole point. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave my children behind. I'm sorry. Crazy. I'm not looking at the bigger picture. <laughs> what picture are you looking at? No, I was just gonna say because she said like he has money, she has money, and the whole time I'm thinking about the children. And there's children oh, okay, involved, right? right? right. Oh, and by the way, daycare is expensive. That's so I would just. That's um, why you leave him with the neighbor child. that takes care of everybody. No, with, kids in with the grandma. Grandma knows what it is. My mother be wanting me to pay her. I'd be like, you crazy. <laughs> oh, no. She'd be like, you need to give if me. If my that. grandma was alive, it would have been for free. <laughs> I have no grandparents living. For real. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Because I was her favorite. <laughs> Um, did anybody else have anything to add on? Okay. So the next question that we have is, why are mothers harder on their daughters than they are with their sons? Hmm. Mm. It goes back to the stigma. Like, boys are boys. They can take care of themselves. They're strong. You know, we, we're seen as more dainty and, like, soft, like, delicate, yeah. which is not the case. But I feel like it's we're more prone to be more in harm's way than a man. Like we're more easily to get God forbid raped, assaulted, robbed, beat. So we're it's it we're an easier target for them. Yeah. And I also well I feel like even in the household though, like not just about going out, but it's like I, and maybe this happens in like like black and Latino families, like that's where I've seen it the most. Where if they have a son and the daughter, the daughter has to cook. She has to clean. She has to do the laundry. She has to fold. She has yep. to prepare everything. I'm Hispanic, by the way. <laughs> and I don't get it. Why I, that's not because the they don't. It seems like they don't bother their sons. Like their sons can do what no wrong. They can do whatever they want. Like they have food prepper. Like they don't teach. It's like they're not teaching them how to survive for themselves. And then they grow up, and it's like they're looking for a second mom, not, not a wife. Like relax. <laughs> I'm not trying to take care of nobody else, kid. <laughs> only mine but it how can i say this my brother when he was when he used to live with us this man used to sleep in all hours of the day up until four five six right the plates will get packed and it was come clean and i'm like why can't you tell your son to do it he's like no he's tired I used to get so mad because every time the plates got full, it was either me or my mom. We would have to clean. He wouldn't do shit. He would clean. We would have to remind him to finish cleaning because he leaves shit halfway. So it gets annoying because every time I, t- I have to clean the house or I have to do the laundry. I have to do everybody's laundry in the house. Right. So I would tell my mother, I'm like, why don't you ask your son to do it? Mind you, my brother's 17 years older than me. He was, well, he's a cop, but he would come home late at night, sleep during the day, wake up and do the same shit. But it was like, you could still do what I do. Your hands still work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't, I hated so that. He couldn't do nothing, nothing. I mean, he, he, he can if he wanted to, but he just chose not to. That's Lazy. that you say that. Loser. I was going to say that's, that's interesting you say that because you have guys who don't do for themselves and then when they get married they expect their wife to do everything for them right i'm not your mother <laughs> pretty much i'm not your mother i'm sorry i wish we had like a parent in here who could tell us why they do that because <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me and then you're all it's like you're also telling your daughter inadvertently that her sole purpose is to clean after a man and right. make food right. someone told me that, that it was one of my cousins i'm not gonna say their name because <laughs> i'm not a snitch but she told me like when i was when i was in a relationship with my ex she was like 
you don't know how to cook, no man's gonna want you. That's literally what she told me. I heard too, if you can't even clean up after yourself, then they're not gonna want you. Also, fellas, let me, if y'all listening to this, if you can cook, like, that's a plus. Learn how to cook. You can get, yo, it's a blessing. On the days that I don't feel like cooking, right? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to take over the kitchen real quick. That's it. Cause there'd be days that I'd I'd just be like, you wanna take out? (laughs) (laughs) For me, I feel like, um, just to play devil's advocate a little bit when it comes to like mothers being hard on their daughters, I feel like the only reason they're like that is because society is like that on us too. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, the way we're portrayed, it's all—it's not always good. It's mostly bad, and it's bad on top of bad. Mm-hmm. So for us to get thrown out out there, I feel like they're just trying to prevent all that bad happening to us or trying to prevent us putting ourselves there, you know, by telling us, oh, you know, people who get into trouble or things that, like, if, um, don't stay out too late. Why are you going to stay out too late? Mm -hmm. You're a small girl or you're a petite girl or, you know, this isn't a safe area or there's always drunks out, there's guys out, you can't can't trust anybody, have pepper spray in your hand, have Mm -hmm. 911, on your phone when you're walking out. It's like, no, like, I'm sick and tired of doing that. But my brother, um, I'm 21. He's 13 right now. But, like, he could go and come as he pleases. And, oh. like, ex- I wish that excuse was me. me. I'm 21, and my father still be on it. Right. He takes advantage. I mean, it's not, like, taking advantage, but I feel like if I have to, like, defend the mother's side of this, like, situation, that's how I see it. Because, you know, the one thing that mothers always have to say is, like, wait until you have your own. What are you going to do? You're going to want to try to protect it. So I think that's the only way that they know how to protect it because that's how they were protected by their mothers. So I think that's something that just we, we need to break. We have to break find a cycle. new way to protect, you know, our future young women right. from the stigmatizing that they face in a healthy way instead of limiting what they can do. I want to say that's interesting what you said about um, protection. Because when I was little, I used to think, because I, ha- I have, like, a big family, got mad cousins, and the boys could do whatever they pleased. And then I thought, oh, we can't do it because the family's trying to protect the girls. And then as I got older, I'm like, I see what y'all doing here. So it helped me become more aware and more, like, not to learn how to cook, <laughs> not to learn how to do laundry, and become opposite of what society wanted me to be. Right. For me, well, I'm Caribbean, so my mom, you know, middle school, high school, I was, I had, um, I didn't even have curfew. As soon as that bell rang, get your ass home, you know, call me on the house phone and <laughs> yes. everything. I'd be like, hi. She's like, you home? I'm like, nah, I'm calling from like Narnia, yo. Like, I took the house phone with me. But um, um, I, I have to say, like, even though all the bullshit, like, the argue the bullshit arguments that has happened between me and my mom because of the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. I have to say I appreciate it because, um, well, the cur- the term that we use is wilding wilding about. You know, like if you're not home, you're outside with your friends wilding mm-hmm. about. You're doing this, that, and the third. They have no idea what's going on. So, um, I I could understand like the fear, you know, and you know your kids are gonna lie to you too if you're, they're not open or you know yeah, just friends maybe. influence. It doesn't have anything to do with how you raise them. It's the friends that they spend what eight hours, ten hours a day with in school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh no, yeah. But um, like when I realize 
like my mom raised me to be independent you know always enforce like make your own money go do this that get that you know don't depend on anybody but then at the same time she's like oh do the laundry do this do that and your brother who's 13 he could like you know just read a book and sit and just take some time i'm like excuse me no that's not gonna happen you know and i get into really heated fights with her about it because i'm like you're telling me that you want me to be this independent woman but then you're raising your brother you're raising my little brother in the like in a narcissistic way like i'm not gonna be here sweeping mopping doing the dishes wiping the walls doing everybody's laundry and him just sit there on the couch and just not participate like no that's not gonna as a sister no as a female no that's not gonna happen because i'm not gonna i don't care what goes on in whose house or if that's how just it is he's 13 let him be no you're old enough to just say yes and watch tv you could spend what 10 hours a day on video games you could help me do some chores like get out of here it's not that hard you wiping the walls Wiping the walls, man. I gotta feel the house, like my house. I don't know about light. you, but yeah. I caught on that. I'm like, girl, they got you wiping the walls. <laughs> the every, it's like once a month, know. you know, just a little cleanse. It makes no sense why they perpetuate that. Because I know when they're, because like you said, it's like a generational thing, and it's like I know when your mother was making you do everything, and you your hated mother, that you shit. Hated thing, so now right, the same thing. That makes no sense. But I definitely agree with what you said about how you're thankful for it. Because I know, especially with like. Don't stay out too late. It gets annoying, like, when you're younger, but then as you grow up and you see how, like, scary this world is mm-hmm. and how I targeted women it are, it's so like, much okay, more. you can't be out of a lot of crap, so thanks, Mom. Right? Even when it comes to, like, the cleaning and everything, like, yeah, I mean, I would be like, oh, why well, I gotta be like this, da, da, da. but then, girl, let me tell you, I go to so many places, and just the presentation of it, you could tell the, who the people are as themselves. Yeah, like, if you're a tidy dirty. person, you have almost, you have your shit together. For the most part, you know, you know how to at least present yourself like a, like to you have to be you have to at least be decent, you know, but when you meet certain people like the fir- their first impression usually goes a long way. It's like if they're sloppy in front of you, they're going to be sloppy at home, sloppy at work. It just it balances off of everything for me. So just make sure y'all don't let your husbands pull that shit on you. Like, you're going to help me clean right now. You're going to cook, too. Yeah, like, I'm going to need you to get up, like, right now. I've been up since, like, 10 in the morning. Imagine you vacuuming and all they do is raise their feet. Yo, get what? <laughs> Yo. No, and I'll be the type, too. Like, I don't know if it's just, if it's just a, traditional t- a traditional thing. But if I start playing a certain type of music in the morning, you know it's I'm time. cleaning. Hell, yeah. I'm going to need you to get up. <laughs> It's every household, every household. Yeah, that one so day too. If that I start morning. playing like a little bit of a chat, which usually occurs Sasa. on a Sunday, yeah, merengue, yeah, Sundays. It's cleaning day. It's Somebody cleaning day. It up. I know it's, I know it's the Lord Especially day, but he be day. Day. clean the soul and clean the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that concludes our episode on gender norms and stereotypes. We are also excited to bring these conversations to you these coming months, making the world a better place, one discussion at a time. You can always find out more by searching Girl Let Me Tell You podcast on SoundCloud. We are also in the process of linking our podcast to iTunes, so keep a look out for that. And it's Girl Let Me Tell You, G-U-R-L. If you want to get a behind-the-scenes look and continue the conversation, we also have an Instagram. It's at Girl Let Me Tell You, that's G-U-R-L. We'd like to thank Don Rowe, founder of GirlVal, the organization this podcast is branched from. If you'd like to hear more about GirlVal, you can visit girlval.org and search them up on Facebook and Instagram. And finally, to our audience, we hope you enjoyed listening to this discussion as much as we enjoyed having it. Thanks to everyone listening in to this episode of Girl, Girl Let, Let Me Tell, Tell You. you.